Hey, and we're live. Uh, my name is uh, Stephen, aka Mr. DJ, and I'm here as ever with my good friend and nemesis. I don't know why I'm saying that, uh, Justin. And it's time for another fortnightly dose of the DIY Musician Guide podcast. I can hear a child. There was a child <laughs> bursting in. <laughs> They've been pretty good recently, though. They're, I mean, like, whilst doing this, I haven't had a child burst in. That's good. Yeah, yeah, actually, from how many times? We've probably done this about six times Today, or seven times. The hundredth day. Yeah, the hundredth day of spending every single waking minute with them. Yeah, Jesus. So um, I think, what's that? Two, maybe like five, four or five podcasts? That, that yeah. Time? Yeah. It's well, this is the 25th, and we started on last last May one. or something. Yeah, we started, we started on number one, weirdly enough. Some people do start at zero, <laughs> which makes no sense. You know, no one's ever going to start on a minus number, but we started in like I think I sent you a link the other day or a date the other day saying it was coming up to a year anniversary. We've passed that, whatever day that was. I think it was May or maybe early June. Um, yeah, it's, oh, it's right, about now. yeah, because. Was it around? It was around then. Yeah. Um, that I took a photo and, and sent it to you. I don't know if you used it. Of Which one? Drinking out of my water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that photo. <laughs> because it's been a year since. I've have had... you been using the same bottle? Yeah, the same. Wow. I've washed it. Yeah. Can you do that with. I suppose that's... glass is a lot more hygienic, isn't it, than using plastic over and over again? Yeah. Yeah, of course. It's the same as like the glasses in your kitchen. I suppose, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> weird. It time <laughs> of course. I wouldn't even think about that. Do you know why? It didn't even come didn't even think about that because I was thinking because it's shaped differently, it's a milk bottle. Oh, you know, uh we got Barry in saying, Oh damn, I tried to fool Barry because every time um every time I put like an initial message on YouTube to say, Hey, say hello, that we know you're there. Barry always says, like, hello, so we know who exists. He just says the hello bit, you know, that joke. So I changed it today and said, say hello if you exist and you also have a head. And he's come up and said, hello, so we know that you exist and that you have a head. Wow, so he's not just, that's, that's good. So he's not just copying and pasting it from, like, last week. Yeah, <laughs> You know, he's actually there. Which got hello, Barry. So he's, he's not a bot. <laughs> no, he's, Barry is definitely not a bot. Uh, very, very valued in this in this DIY community, I'll have you know. Um, so like the last two weeks, oh yeah. So one thing you might notice if you only tune into the podcasts and not the live chats we do on, I do on Tuesdays is that we haven't got a guest this week for the last two podcasts. We've had guests and as fun as they were and as insightful as they were, we realized, and we kind of talked about this in the last one a little bit, um, that it, we're doing a little bit of a disservice to the person we're talking to because there's three of us it's hard to maintain a conversation with three people especially if they're going over the origin story and especially if you've got a live chat going that we've kind of got to keep talking to as well because we love the live chat it kind of keeps the chat going doesn't it you know gives us topics to talk about but if we've got someone on the podcast that we want to talk to about the origin story it kind of muddles it a little bit and i always felt like ah oh, you know i feel bad for the person we're chatting to so that's a separate thing now and if you follow the channel, you'll know that I had a conversation, a separate conversation with Sam, uh, aka Versatile Villain, who's a musician based in Nashville, Tennessee. And that was a fantastic conversation. I don't know if you've seen that, Justin, but uh, 
really really good conversation and we're going to continue doing that like, i'm going to continue doing that separately from this so you and me can get back to our weird little music based talking chats about rub- talking about rubbish <laughs> talking about rubbish <laughs> rubbish radiohead <laughs> rihanna anything with r in it i don't know <laughs> maybe adele one of these things that we just keep bringing oh, up every hell, week. yeah <laughs> adele was one of those ones and you know was, was basically like we're always trying to find a bit of value for these podcasts, but I think it's just evolves as it goes. And we always sprinkle in a bit of news that things that have gone on in the last couple of weeks that we can kind of like riff on, especially with the uh, the chat as well. Um, and one thing that would have happened this year, and we kind of started the podcast around this time, that's what I was saying before, and we started talking about Glastonbury last year, and we were able to go through the whole lineup and all that stuff, and it was quite fun and this year would have been the 50th anniversary of Glastonbury apparently and obviously it's not happening but it's, it is weird because like last this time last year that was like all of our podcasts were just talking about Glastonbury and watching it from home or and not being there and the lineup and now you're kind of forced to watch it at home or not really watch it but it's uh you, you're right oh you're the only uh you need to take out your microphone it seems like you're kind of repeating. Uh, I've muted. It's been muted. I'm going to unmute your mic. There you go. Can you talk? It could have been me. There you go. It's good. Yeah, your microphone went muted. I think the cable came out. Maybe you've got a dodgy cable. How are you saying that? Why are you looking at that? I'll just say, uh, Barry says, lucky I was able to type it in just back from a three-mile walk. Oh, in this, uh, I suppose, it, is it as hot up there in um, Scotland, Barry? Because it is so warm today so warm but you're all right now justin <laughs> people just getting a good scope of your head uh, <laughs> you're all right can you actually hear me can you actually hear me justin i don't even know if we can hear me i'm gonna just message him i can actually message him through this but um i'll just send him a little private chat comment hey can you actually there we go. Oh, we can actually hear. Um, we have a little private chat thing yeah. on the stream yard, you know, if you ever need to use it. Like, I'll just say where it is. That's it. No one can see that. Um, I didn't actually know about that. Like, <laughs> Sam actually said that the other day. Um, so, yeah, so this time last year we were talking about Glastonbury, and you sent me a lineup yesterday because the BBC is basically doing a whole. It's hard today. What? So, what is it live or is it just on the iPlayer and you can watch it in any order you want? I've not checked it out, but I believe it's on the red but- button. I get it. I've got a link to the lineup. We should go through it. Um, yeah, let me put it on this page and then share the screen. Yeah, uh, I think they are. Um, I mean, I, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. I like yeah. it. I'll talk about the lineup and what have you in a minute. But yeah. you know, the criticisms. <laughs> but I like the idea of you know filling the gap. I mean, they could even do this in the um, I want to call it a furlough year, but that's not right. Yeah, Fallow? yeah. The the year off that they take every um, it's a good point. That's a good idea. You know, they could do that um, because the wealth of performances and and things that they've got is enormous and it's great and there's some really good memories and moments to watch for and, and things like that yeah. um but yeah it was it was odd because i was looking at this 
line up and as i said you could i think you can just pretty much go in there and watch all of these anyway but they're going to be I, I i think they just got a dedicated channel i don't think these are actually going to be played on bbc one are they or anything like that the main channels because watch live on the dedicated bbc iplayer channel so yeah, it's live bbc one so it's like a kind of a glastonbury channel that is just going to be playing these as if they were live which is yeah. kind of cool i kind of like the idea of it it's like a, a curated festival um, it's weird because, like, you know, we're doing today's uh, podcast on Thursday because tomorrow's my birthday, and I was looking at Friday thinking, well, I could tune in then because we use a projector on Friday nights anyway, kind of a mo little movie night. And I think that'll be cool. I wonder, you know, Friday's got to be the best night, obviously. And then I looked through this list, and I was like, oh, what? Radiohead are on the Thursday. <laughs> and I was looking at everything on Friday, and I was just like, eh, it's not really of my taste. And I was like, oh. Which was my? I think Friday was my favorite day. Yeah. Oh, really? What really? Would Beyonce, Foo Fighters, Falls? No, I don't think it was. Oh, let me have a look. Go on. I've got it on the screen there. Can you not see it? Is it too small? It's a bit small for me. <laughs> if anyone watching the phone, I'm sorry. Oh, and Barry said it is roasting up here. Yeah, I've got to go out after this as well to get some shopping. Oof. Not looking forward to it. This is my summer hat. I've found it as well. Uh, for the audio listeners, it's, it's a... Actually, yeah, it was. It was Friday. It, it Friday, was Friday. Yeah, that favorite? was the one that I was like, kind of, all right, maybe I'll sit in for that. But on the Friday? Yeah. Friday, Friday was the one I was like, mm, yeah. I'm like, out of the Friday, I like Lana Del Rey. I mean, this is all subjective, obviously. I like uh, Lana Del Rey, Billie Eilish. Royal and Blood. It, and that's it. I'm... Uh, Mm, I'd like to see Jay-Z. I'd like to watch. I know that that got a big... Um, Louis Capaldi's was last year. It was it was good. Um, mm. So, yeah, there's a few there. Today, I've already missed Nick Cave. I didn't know he was on first. So I'm already going to have to... Go back. Go scroll back to uh, 10 o'clock and watch him. So I was thinking originally that they were just going to do it live and you're not going to be able to go back. Or you're going to go... Off go back the day after but it makes sense because why do that but i like the idea it's live as well so you can have you can go on you know tweet about it as well and stuff like that in, in real time with other people there's a special uh, guest today <laughs> what does that even mean what's gonna happen <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> does that mean the queen's gonna do a speech in between it's about and all those who are watching Glastonbury from home, I hope you have a really good time and get your pennies out and look at me and things. I don't know. Well, if she is, she's doing it for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she's got a bit of Ooh, a get that gold piano out. Yeah, gold and piano. Just a sing along. Oh, that's it. Get Charles in and do a song and dance number. I right? cannot think of a better support act to Radiohead than the Queen. <laughs> that would yeah, the, the country would tune in for that. Oh uh, god, they would. The world. I, I thought Radiohead being on a half eleven was a bit nuts. That I, is that's a late one. I mean, it depends which show it is because I've watched last, not last year's, but the recent one. Yeah, like I don't know about. I can't imagine. I think it'll be the nineties one. You know, at least a hundred times. Yeah, I've I was at the one. 2000 and early 2000s yeah i went to that one um but it's if it's the one before the the 90s one that, that's pretty good i've not seen that 
Um, just a couple of comments here. Yeah, so Barry says roasting up here. Sam says, uh, Sam's in. Sam Shamble Rogers with hi. Uh, Barry says, I take it they are all at old Glastonbury performances. Yeah, deemed as classics, apparently. And Sam says, stay home. Yeah, kind of have to. One thing, though, is David Bowie there? Yep. Where? What day? It's like, where's Wally? Find Bowie. <laughs> find Bowie. Go on, find him. Go on. I can't, I can't see him. I think it was Sunday, was it? Sunday. Oh, you're right. Yeah, half nine. That I was there for that uh, at the front, and it was one. I'm gonna of the... look. I'm gonna look for you. You can see me uh, and Linz. You can see my friend. You know Rick, don't you? My friend Rick. You can I see know him. Rick. Sounds like oh, like a sore form. He's there. But we stayed there waiting for David Bowie all day, and I was talking to Lindsay about this the other day. I don't think I'd have the stamina anymore to do something like that. To stand no. there all day because one, I'd probably need a toilet about ten times, and my legs would cripple. But because I was younger then, this is twenty years ago. It was two thousand. But we stayed through the Happy Mondays, Embrace, um, David Gray, oh, and all these. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> it was David Gray twice, and I'm like, I'm not the biggest fan of David Gray, but but I'd already seen him because a we friend wanted to see him. But um, I think Bert Bacharach was supposed to play. And apparently he had back surgery, and that like that sounds like a joke, but I think that was true. <laughs> so he couldn't make it. So uh, David Gray uh, stepped in and was like, "Oh, okay, this the same performance again." But whatever. But David Bowie was amazing, and that seen me into my uh, I can't remember what birthday it was, but my birthday, and it was just phenomenal. I remember watching it on TV, but to actually see him live is, oh. you know, that's a rare thing. I mean, McCartney's playing. Oh, yeah. McCartney was playing one year that I was there. Is he on this list? Because he's supposed to be playing this year. He could be. this a couple of special guests. Oh, it might be that then. Because he, he has played it years yeah, ago. Yeah, he has played it. I was there that year. And that could be the Radiohead yeah. um, performance from that year that they might play. Yeah. Oh, there's some special guests on the other days as well. Half yeah. three. Yeah, okay, on Sunday. and that. Okay, that's interesting. I like that. They're messing up. That'll make you want to watch it live because to see what's going to happen. That's a cool idea to kind of sprinkle some kind of live things in, unless it's it is just what you're saying. It's just you know past special guests or something like that, or maybe they haven't filled that that time slot in yet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's two Adels on there as well. I've never seen the other Adele. (laughs) (laughs) What? There's two Adele performances. Yeah. So that's that's wrong, isn't it? Oh, early and late, maybe you. It could be the really early one. Yeah, where she's in a tent or something like that, maybe. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Still, though. No, nah, not still, though. That If you're, you know, they've got a huge archive and... Why can't that be on another... Why can't that just be on the iPlayer normally and fill that slot with someone who is not featured on that, on that list? I mean, why can't the entire it's... Glastonbury back catalogue be... I know. On... Every but... day, Yeah. And that brings me on to the, uh, you know, looking at the people that aren't on there. Yeah. Maybe brings about, like, kind of, there must be some licensing issues or or what have you. Because, yeah, there's a lot of people missing um, that maybe should be there. Yeah. That I'm surprised aren't. You know, things like Muse, they're a pretty big band. And oh, yeah, did... Muse should be there. Did Oasis, really Oasis, there? yeah, Oasis, there. Yeah, Oasis, there. They've got to be, haven't they? The killers. I thought Manix might be there, but you know. Yeah, I saw 
them one year. That that was a really good. They're of, so good. Like, I've never seen them live in the flesh, but I, I would love to. They're again um, one of my bucket lists. I suppose I've got to got to go see the Manics. It was a yeah. really good performance. Yeah, um, it's so good. And like the weather was wasn't as hot like this, but it was a bit kind of a bit cloudy, and it was a fine mist rain. The lift as well, but then also it got a bit sunny, and oh, it was lovely. They've got so many good songs. Um, Kylie's there. Do you remember last year we kind of got a bit? There was a video we put on. We added like a sub channel of this where we just put clips, and I've kind of abandoned it now. It was too much work. But um, there was a Kylie clip on there, and people didn't like the fact that we were kind of saying Kylie wasn't very good. <laughs> she I, was I stick to it. She wasn't. She wasn't very good. I think she even admitted it. I'm sure she admitted it. And now she's kind of like retroactively saying, "Oh yeah, it was good," because everyone's kind of forgotten. But now, if it's that set. People will remember again. She wasn't very. It wasn't her fault. I think it was, um, you know, sound. Like she couldn't hear pro properly and things like that. It's that sound like that. She couldn't actually get in the mix. How it's hard has it got to be? It's a good excuse, is that? It is a good excuse. <laughs> but how, you know, how hard has it got to be? You know, in a big open air stadium, to you know, if we were playing there, it'd be hard. You know, and you and you're that kind of spread out. Because if we if we were playing on stage, you'd be the other end of the stage for me. Think if, about how we used to set up. If, Maybe. 50% of the artists that played at Glastonbury made the same, you know, um, said the same thing. Oh, the sound was terrible. You're, then you're true. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Mm. But if one artist says it out of the entire lineup, I'm like, yeah. All right, then. All right, then. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> diverting the, the Kylie um, hate. <laughs> I'm <you>. sorry. <laughs> She's uh, she's great, you know, good song. I, I still, to this day, watch one of her songs. Um, quite frequently, not like every day. Oh, what's it called? Come into my world. The video yeah. for it is awesome. Her later stuff is great. She turned into some kind of pop princess, which was all right when I was growing up. And then there was like a mid period when you know just can't get you on my head, and even the early stuff and that actually the stuff she did stuff with the Manix, um, and kind of like indie stuff, which I thought was really cool. Oh, by the way, Barry says no performances from the mansions. Yeah, that's true. You kind of get, yeah, I've got a bit sick of that, you know, seeing people just perform in these big giant houses. That's why I really liked it when you saw Tom York, when he just gave a song in to like the late show or whatever it was. Um, he was just a piano with this dub right next to a wall. He wouldn't give anything away behind him or anything like that. And I thought that was really cool and humble. You don't know if he's got a mansion or anything, but like, Ooh, it, look at Tom York with I know. a wall. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of cool because it makes it not about that because, you know, he's hook out that. From everyone, it's just about the performance, and I think yeah. that's pretty cool. Look at my uh, Vista. And uh, Barrier yeah. says, "Hey, how can he have a special guest? It's weird, yeah. You can have past special guests, or I like the idea. I like if if someone just jumped in and say, hi 'Hi, I'm Paul McCartney. I'm really hoping everyone's having a you know great time watching these glass resets. Here's here's me years ago doing this song, or whatever. either that, or like Paul McCartney sat. Up. Mind you, why would that be at Glastonbury? <laughs> highlights you know if, even if like it was paul mccartney and he recorded something this last week yeah oh he's he's been doing quite a lot though he did some other thing i can't remember it was i saw him oh wait would they have you heard the band the preservation jazz hall band i think they're called you play a I lot haven't... with uh, they play a lot with arcade fire and the, yeah what they sound like proper jazz hall band brilliant brilliant music but he played with them and he played when the saints go marching in he was actually playing on a trumpet not that great, to be honest. <laughs> he wasn't that good, but I'll take it. He's not a trumpet player, but he's probably oh, he's better than me at playing the trumpet. 
He's giving it, it a go. Giving it a go. When it was good, it was, it was good. But it was like you're watching it going, but one of those other band members could do this way better. But you know, it was Paul McCartney doing it, so whatever. Yeah, um, whatever. But I thought that's cool. I'm gonna tune into some of it. Well, I, I think I'm just gonna watch it after the fact. To be honest, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it live. But the whole idea of the special guest, if not a live event thing, uh, you can see people doing that on social media. Keeps that going. No, you... I, I think it's more of a, a when Glastonbury is on TV. I mean, I'm lucky enough not to have to. You know, I've got the time to be able to do it. Yeah. When I don't have children, but even in, you know, with the children here, I could just have it on the TV and be like, "All oh, right, three o'clock, let's sit down." Yeah. Idol, idols are on today, aren't they? I was going to say your kids like idols, don't they? Yeah. So, so that kind of works then. Is that at well, three? Did you like Billie Eilish? That's it's half two today. Idols. They do like Billie Eilish, yeah. Cool. That's only because I like listening yeah. to her. Uh, half two, great. I'll All tune right. in to Bowie, even though I've seen that a good few times. You can actually get that on final that, that, that whole performance. I'll PJ Harvey as well on the Monday. I'll watch that. Just don't. That's it. Well, you could make the Glastonbury experience at yeah, home. Just stop showering. <laughs> Use outside for toilets. Um, eat pot noodles. Oh yeah. Drink uh, beef tomorrow. Drink warm beer. I drank <laughs> warm gin and tonic um, when I was there. I um, love I love the idea of if I mean it's too late for them to do this, but if they were able, I, I, you just inspired me to be able to make your own Glastonbury kind of set list where you go on the iPlayer player and he goes add these to your own and then watch them all on a playlist. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be like kind of build your own burrito. But yeah. <laughs> Glastonbury. <laughs> Build your own burrito once. Uh, we've got a couple of comments there. Cage Veronica. There's been trucks spotted out on site at Glasto. Maybe the special guests will be bands recorded from a site. All right. That's All right. cool. That would be pretty cool. How many would that be then? I don't know. Could don't be know. McCartney. Could be McCartney. He's been everywhere. Although he's probably shielding at the moment. Start a uh, Twitter rumor. That's why it's McCartney. Uh, Paul at Glasto. Hashtag Paul at Glastow. Oh, Glastow, Glastow Beatles spotted. I can't imagine who else it'd be. I don't think it'd be on Friday night anyway. I think it'd be on Sunday or... Thursday night one to night one. is half nine. It's, and if they're going to be playing live from Glastonbury, it's got to be a pretty big artist, you know, in between The Cure and Radiohead. Yeah. Paul McCartney was supposed to play this year. So maybe? He, he could be. You see, you, you can feel it, the yeah. anticipation, the excitement. That's what he wants. Okay, Tronica, you've, you've just given me this little spine-tingling moment. You know, uh, that's cool. I'm, or or uh, it, it could also be, as Barry says, and, you know, it very well might be, came at the frog from his swamp. Oh, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> Big into it. That would be... You know what? I mean, there's a few artists that could fill that, but... yeah. The good thing about Glastonbury, definitely the good thing about Glastonbury last year, and then doing this talk with you afterwards, and the same goes for any, to be honest, any of the music events that we sort of talked about and covered. Yeah. Is that it kind of opened up new, you know, exposed you to listen to new people that otherwise you wouldn't have listened to. 
True, and that's the thing about Glastonbury as well. It has all these other tents and things, doesn't it? So you know, not just these main events. I'm wondering if there's like a, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing you can dive in on the iPlayer and look at all the smaller events and all the other tents. But it's it's going to be hard as a kind of just happen upon these artists if they're not just like live on TV like these are. Yeah, it could be. And but so oh, I will, do? I will tune in for whoever's secret guest tonight. Yeah, I you think know, I will. I've no idea who it could be, and it could be someone that normally I don't listen to and will, I don't know, blow my mind. Could be Adele. Hat trick. Hat trick. Three Adele. Three Adele's. Adele cubed. If if it is Adele tonight, that would be amazing. It would be good, wouldn't it? It Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm not a fan. Well, like I think she's all right, but I'm like I I think definitely from the podcast side, you're a fan of Adele. Um, Yeah, I like the odd song. She like she writes really good songs. She's a really good performer, and she's a really good person. So, okay, to pick right. So we'll go through these days just to end this segment. Okay, so what's your Thursday pick? If you only watch one band. One band on Thursday. <laughs> um, probably. Oh, he's going to go. Spe- special guest. You're going to go for special guest? Maybe that's a band. Special guest is a band. That's a great name for a band right at this moment. They're playing a couple of times then. Get that domain, <laughs> get that domain sorted. Get your band camp up. Just throw some music up as special guest. You're going places. You're going to Glastonbury today. I mean, it would be Nick Cave, but yeah. I've already missed that. Well, I knew, you know what, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, we're obviously going to pick Radiohead, but I knew you were going to go against the curve, but I'm going to go Radiohead, obviously. Well, that's the thing. I've already watched, like, if it's the performance from a couple of years ago, I watched that. You've already seen it. On a, I don't know, a bi-weekly basis. When when I'm not doing this with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm watching that. I'm the same with Bowie, to be honest. Uh, But I'm going to pick Radiohead. You're going to pick... I want special guest because I, I like the idea of it. Um, and if not, then it would be Nick Cave. Okay, for Friday, are you going to pick? Friday? Let me look. Well, that's the day you don't like. It's a Friday I don't like, but there are a couple I do like. I think uh, I would go... Uh, I'm stuck between Arthur Ray and Billie Eilish, but I'm going to go for Billie Eilish now because I've listened to a lot more since we watched Glastonbury. So I'd yeah. like to go back and you know get the full package kind of thing. Yeah, so so would I. I am, I am going to tune in for that and watch yeah. it. But Jay Z, interesting. It, it caused big waves when he it's performed. Ka- it's Kanye West there. It was kind of controversial, I think, because he was shouting things at Taylor Swift. Uh, if you watch the documentary, it came out on that. So maybe that's why he's not there. Uh, it was also not very good, if you ask me. Um, but yeah, Jay Z's performance was meant to be incredible. Um, okay, and really, really shook things up when it came to uh, Glastonbury. So you going with Jay Z? Um, okay, okay. Saturday then. Uh, Saturday's a hard one for me because I'm like, uh. It depends if it's classic Oasis. I think I tune in for that for the nostalgia. When was that? When did they play? Because I'm I've never been an Oasis fan, so I think well, I think they must have played back in the day in the prime in the nineties. But I think they've played post that as well when they just you know 
when I wasn't really into them, when they had heathen chemistry and all that stuff out. I wasn't really a big fan then. But if it's the time of like Live Forever and, you know, What's Story More and Glory and Definitely Maybe and Be Here Now, that time slot, I'd be excited. Anything past that, I'd be like, mm, not as much. Well, were they ever on Pyramid stage in that period? I don't know. I can't I, remember. Oasis was always one of them um, kind of rumours. You yeah, know, when, you were, late, when you're in Glassman, there's, you know, and this is before the time of phones. Yeah. Um, and there's always rumours that go around of like, have you heard? What? Um, who is it? Someone's always died. <laughs> so they're going to commemorate it. Um, and, Amy. and then um, like Oasis playing on Saturday night. It's just not been announced yet. Um, all right, really? So yeah, that always flies around and things like that. So I'm not really into o Oasis that much. But out of those? But out of those... Dave was good. Remember Dave? Dave uh, was on the. Uh, he's one of won the Mercury Music Prize, and he was on the Brit Awards. He was fantastic. But yeah, I don't know he, he was good. It's enough. Probably Block Party. Yeah, Block Party, good. And then the, when he started first, first album or first couple of albums. Nah, Adele. I'm sorry, but that performance Adele. she did, like, if that's the one that she did a couple of years ago. Okay, but was... you've got another Adele coming up, so we can't go. Oh, Adele again. So. Whoa. Is there a no rule, no All double right. Adele rule? Special guests and multiple Adele. All right, you're going for Adele. Okay, I'm going to go for uh, Oasis. So Sunday, I'm torn between Bowie and Bon Iver. Definitely but gonna... Bowie. Yeah, but it's going to be Bowie. Although the Killers put a good set on last year. It could be them. But it's, it's going to be Bowie. That special uh, guest is playing for one hour. Just one hour that time. Probably people sick of them. Uh, okay, Monday. Oof. Um, that's PJ Harvey for me, I think. Yeah, I'd agree. Although Lionel Richie could be quite fun. I think that was really fun when he did that set. No, I'm sticking with PJ Harvey. Yeah, oh, yeah me too. Blur. I've seen Blur. I've seen him a couple of times. I saw them at Leeds Festival. Mm. Um, I'm like a few, you know, a few years ago, probably more yeah. like. 15 years ago. Yeah, it's that far. It's 2020, yeah. Justin. All right. Um, a few years ago, that was the 90s, right? Yeah. Uh, Did you um, see them when Blair went cool? Like, I like post the kind of Britpop stuff. I don't mind some of it. But when they brought out um, the Blair album, you know, with like Beetle Bum and Song 2, that is the moment I went, oh, actually, Blair are cool now. It was late on. Yeah. You know, it was... When I say only a few years ago, I mean it was. Uh, oh, it might have been the one where they put that last album out, you know, the ice cream one. Um, it might have been that. You might have headlined Glastonbury to support that. So that that was probably about ten years ago. Eight, well, not even that long. Probably about but five, six, seven years ago. The set they played was really good, though, and I yeah. remember it. It was the final one on Sunday night. It was at Leeds Festival. You could, I could probably have a look on the internet and find it. Um, find there's what lot, date it was. There's a lot of classic PJ Harvey sets, and I think they'll go for an early one. But I would rather they go for a bit later with the Let England Shake stuff because I like that. Does she play uh, are these old pyramid stage? Yeah, they got a picture of the pyramid. I'm guessing so. Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? So, about the other stage, you've probably got the other stage. We're not going to look at that because it'll take another half an hour <laughs> <laughs> on the DIY musician guide podcast. 
So what? <laughs> this is important news. <laughs> news. I mean, you, to be honest, these are the bands that when you are growing up being a musician, you look up these and go, you know what? I want to do that. And I can do that. I'm going to do it. These inspire the hell out of me. When you saw these, when you, I remember watching the the artist of Rock Against the Cop, which was a charity event at Liverpool's football ground. And they had the Manic Street Preachers, the Stereophonics, Dodgy, do you remember them? A United Band. And I was already kind of into music then, and I was playing a little bit of music, but when watching like the Stereophonics and the Manics at that point inspired the hell out of me. Like, this is what I want to do. So the more of this on TV, mm. The more inspired kids out there who are going to be actually picking up instruments, because there's a lot of bands here, aren't they? You know, you've got the odds like <laughs> electronic guests and things like that. But um, there's a lot of people there who will inspire people to pick up instruments, which is a good thing. As I always say, nowadays it's really hard, I think, for um, you know people to kind of invest time in learning an instrument or learning some kind of craft because there's so many things out there for us to do. You know, it's just you, you can watch, you can binge watch something on Netflix, or you can. I don't, don't know, play The Last of Us Part 2 on <laughs> on the PlayStation 4. You know, we just, there's so many other things to do. So the more things out there that spread inspiration, the better. So you are right. This is important. <laughs> it is. So it's a really cool thing. It's, generation. as you say, it's inspiration, which is amazing. <coughs> you, you know, okay? they've, they've got an amazing library of, stuff to go from and that is my only i suppose like negative about this is have they chosen you know there's a huge amount there though from like say the last 10 years yeah 20 years but this is its 50th anniversary yeah you know where's pink floyd i don't think they've ever played it yeah they have have they definitely did Pink Floyd play Glastonbury? I'll have a little Google now. It's been 50 years. I know. <laughs> um, you, don't, you don't know, though. Like the Queen? They might played? not have. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Queen did. Uh, the no, Queen. Yeah. Well, they have. Roger Waters has played. Yeah, just Roger Waters, but not. Uh, but not Pink Floyd. Floyd, no. I'm surprised so by that. It'd be obviously hard for them to do now. All right, but, then maybe uh, you know uh, anywhere beyond 1999. There's just rubbish at the place. Classroom. There's a lot of things you could do with this, though. As you said, it's the 50th anniversary. They could get guest curators, get someone who's quite you know a big figure in music or film or whatever to say, hey, this is the the show I would think you should watch, and it's like their guest playlist. You know, yeah, it's pretty. Cool. They probably already do that. You know, with this with this kind of thing. Um, like, you, and, no, yeah, I was just going to say is that who I mean, someone's obviously curated it um, within the license guidelines that they've got, and you know what they're able to curate from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Licenses is probably an issue. Maybe I was thinking like because BBC filmed it, they own the license. Oh, I, I don't know. know. I don't know how it works, but uh, yeah, it's like it, it reminds me because like this. Having the special guest things, it's it's, it's going to get people on social networks kind of tweeting along, just very much like you know the, the Tim Bear just uh, listening party stuff, um, which is very big at the moment because everyone's a lot of people still at home, and this is a good way to kind of connect each other. Who a lot of the people who probably were going to go to Glastonbury, I was saying this to you today, like I don't know if I'd ever go again. I've only been once, to be honest, that was twenty years ago. But I like the idea of going again. 
if, if, if obviously if everyone was sorted. Oh, or it, it yeah. I, I mean, I'd go. It but... would be. It, it's, you're going to create some memories. I'd play. If I if I went, I would not be staying in a tent. I'd, <laughs> you know, I, I'd have to. You'd have a proper experience then. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like a little mini hotel type thing. Um, <laughs> mini hotel. It's like no, one of those on the monopoly board. <laughs> it's a. It is an exhausting experience, and is, like, yeah. and people take kids. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh He's my so... god. I think like, they have little mini like motorhomes and things like that. Yeah, well, you can stay in like teepees and, yeah. and what have you. So they're they pretty cool. And, hey, that'd be good. But it's just if it's hot as this, you know, yeah. I've been one year and it was as hot as this. That oh, was well, a difficult year. I'd rather it rain. Yeah. I would rain. No, because I've also been when it was raining. Yeah, and, I remember when it was raining. Oh, that were hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. so yeah, there's a fine medium balance uh, in the middle where it's like, oh yeah, that's easy. Which is I quite like that these days. I like that experience of you know, not too hard. Not I know too you mean, hot. Not too hot. Like, cold. You want to, like, I'm, I'm the same. I hate this heat. I hate it. But when it's cold, I don't mind because you can put a coat on. Rain. There's not much you can do about that. Is that you're just gonna, you know, and especially if you're watching a band, then you in the midst of loads of other sweat, sweaty people, it's gonna be a bit of a weird experience. The problem with rain at Glastonbury is you can't sit down anywhere. No. That was no. the worst thing that I, I remember. These- <laughs> you know, I didn't care about getting muddy feet or mud yeah. everywhere. It was the fact that you couldn't sit down. And queuing for toilets, I did oh. not like that. And then I found other some posher toilets, like in another field, and went there, and then missed out on some of the pet shop boys. And I was like, oh. and at home you could get a better experience of watching it all. <laughs> it's like oh, we're, we're like old men. <laughs> no, old man, I'm thirty-seven. Barry um, says. Uh, but he says the charlatans are on right now. Had to ha- have it on in the background. I don't mind the charlatans. Are weirdly enough, talking about Pinkton Burgess. I loved the. Was it Northern songs that he brought out years ago with Country Boy and all that? The peak of kind of like the Britpop time with Oasis and all that. I'd I'd love that album. Uh, K Tronica says, I don't think I'd last at Glastonbury now. I'm forty plus. We stayed in the camper van fields, which was comparatively uh, luxury. Yeah, that we were talking about before, like the camper vans would be. Way better because I had a tent and we got robbed and everything. <laughs> Someone stole my trousers off my legs to get my money. My trousers were like on a washing line around the corner. <laughs> it's like that's my... how bad it was. Uh, yeah, camper van. Oh, uh, I a hundred percent do that. Um, but no, I, it. I, it's a good experience. Uh, yeah. You know, definitely go do, go yeah. do it. We do it. I think the year after I went is when they started putting the walls up properly, and there was more police and things. And people seemed to, at that point, didn't like it when I like that. I think it was just kind of make it more secure. If that was to it's just stop people getting in that don't have a ticket, <laughs> which would have been good. Uh, K Tronica also says the mud at Glastonbury is clay, so it becomes a real effort to move around the site. It, yeah. I was there and it rained hard. Yeah, um, but also it was really sunny. God. So it's like, it was like a kind of shower. And in the morning, we woke up and it was mud everywhere. It was horrible. Mm. Um, by about one o'clock, it had completely dried out. And it was it, wow. it was it was so weird, the uh, consistency of it. Wow. Like the way it dried. Um, and then the rest of the uh, yeah. weekend was 
lovely. I don't think yeah. it got that bad when we were there. It was like one day where it rained and people just wore cagoules for about like three few hours or something like that. But it was fine. We we could sit down. Well, I could sit down anywhere. I could sit down in mud. I'm not bothered because um, it was just like throwaway clothes I was bringing anyway. But I don't think I'd do it now. I think I'm a different person in what I kind of need. You know, I need a bathroom. I need privacy. <laughs> do you know what I, mean? I just remembered something about um, watching Manic Street Preachers. Um, you were just saying that. I don't know why. And I wasn't picturing you doing that. <laughs> I don't know um, why you were there was a guy stood in front of us in his 60s, let's say, stark naked. Okay. It was great. And he was just <laughs> drinking um, Tesco. It was great. It was Tesco value lager. And he had like a little rucksack on, a little, like almost. Thomas the Tank Engine size <laughs> rucksack just filled with Tesco lager. You know, doing it like that. It was a, weird. Thanks oh. for redoing this and reawakening yeah, that, that um, memory. Memory. That's that's great. Thanks. You need to paint a picture of that. Now, yeah, I want to see a painting or a drawing or something you can put on the wall. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, upstairs in the bath with the shower on. <laughs> Rocking. No, but it's cool, and and that almost like you know embodies why it's it is such a good festival. It's about yeah. the type of people that go there. Community. They aren't just young people. There are people out there who still have the energy to do Glastonbury, and that, and they still go and it and they're all welcome, and they're welcome to go there. They don't feel weird going there. Do you know what it reminds me of um, like the old ages thing and like the way as a community you can kind of talk to anyone that kind of thing apart from the thieves obviously, but it reminds me when I go to these like gaming events, you know the ones we can go and buy retro games and um, you go around these stalls and there's just loads of people pointing at things saying oh I used to have that when I was a kid I used to have this and you turn around and they're like you know like in the sixties seventies and you're like and you're both smiling at each other going yeah it's great isn't it you know I love that kind of camaraderie behind like a kind of passion and it kind of only lists. It translates in these little pockets of different, like, you know, things like music and gaming and all that. It's quite good to be part of those communities. And Gasbury definitely does that. As well, you know, we've, we normally talk about 10 other um, things by now, but we've spent 42 minutes talking about Glastonbury. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? It's because it's cool. It's good, you know, it's the 50th anniversary today, basically. So that's why it's like, it's a quite a, an important moment, isn't it? 50 and, years, though. That's, yeah. Epic, and it is such a unique festival, certainly in the UK. I don't know how it's unique globally. I don't know how it compares to things like, oh, I don't know, what, Burning Man? Yeah, Burning Man. I've always thought Burning Man was a place for kind of kind of really well-off, richer kind of executives to go and kind of let off a bit of steam. I always thought of that, because I've heard about that in doc documentaries and things. Okay, Tronica says, you do you do see things in class for me, <laughs> talking about your uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, man. <laughs> it's great. One of my favourite Glastonbury um, memories was um, there was a tent um, that you could go to, and um, they'd give you, you'd go, they'd give you a piece of clay, Mm -hmm. And the idea was, uh, I think it was called a thousand people or a million people or something or other. Um, and yeah, everyone was to make a little person. Okay. Um, and then they put That's them cool. on like massive sheets to dry out. And there was hundreds, maybe 
couple of thousand of them. It was there was a lot. However, people hadn't been making little people. What do people? Oh, no. What do people make? Oh no! Straight <laughs> away, when you can do that in any any place, we can. You give you a pen and draw on the wall. What are you going to draw? Did you do that? Is that what they did? Yes, they did. And there was a fear, just a as far as the eye could see, <laughs> all different types, shapes. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful. That and oh my word! Going to places like the. Uh, Harry Christian's tent and things. They, that was pretty good. They had free food and you could go and give That's you free cool. free food and stuff. And I think people forget about that, but you know, because festivals normally are just about the music, but Glastonbury, I'm guessing other festivals do this as well, obviously, but the, it's not just about music, it's about all these little community-driven things you can do, crafts and activities. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about like going forward. I mean, I'm going to Let's get off the screen, get us back on track. There we go. And thinking about festivals going forward, because I was gonna I wanted to watch this film, which has just come out, a documentary called White Riot, which is about the whole how um say Kay's um comment off about um activism in the 70s, this rock against racism that mm -hmm. came about, all the history of that. And I was like, I really want to watch this. How do I watch this film? And you've got to pay. For one of the premieres online, so it's basically streamed live, and they have an exclusive Q and A afterwards where people can answer questions. And I thought that's pretty cool. I mean, it costs like ten quid to be part of it, which is like, oh god. I mean, but it's a way around not having films in a cinema. And I'm guessing like festivals are doing the same thing. And we've touched on that before, and you probably bring up examples. But you know, are we going to be seeing that in the future? Are we going to be you know, maybe not with Glastonbury because we pay for the you know, the fee to the, for the TV license as long as they're still going there. But these other gigs and other shows, other festivals, are we going to be seeing, like, you know, if you want to watch the stream live, you've got to pay for a ticket? Potentially, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Especially now. You know, if, if not, it's probably pushed a lot of people to look into this technology and say, hey, how can we make, you know, just in case this ever happens again, maybe next time the arts will be ready for it. You know, because it was one that got hit really badly. Everyone else seemed to be like, oh, we can work from home. Art, the arts were like, okay, what do we do with a band? You know, we're all a solo artist, we can perform at home. But as a band or a festival, or if you're an engineer, get a gig, what do you do? Yeah, true. True. It's all the, uh, the backstage staff, the people that make it happen, make it sound good. So what do the, they do? Yeah. The thing that the guy that wasn't doing his job on... Um, when Kylie played Glastonbury, <laughs> <laughs> just to get him, bring that get, back, get a dig in. Um, you know, um, yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? Um, I think it's going to create know. more jobs because I think right now they're probably thinking, okay, as well as uh, people who were there to, you know, produce the gig, all these engineers and stagehands and all these, as well as the gander crew, basically, you probably need a digital crew or a digital solution as well. Yeah, and, yeah. And this, you know, it's going to create more jobs in that area. True, true. You're going to get like your, I don't know, you're a, you're a Zoom guy in, in the same yeah. way that, I don't know, you'd get a plumber in. Yeah, definitely. You know, but maybe you could, in the same way that you get a plumber in, maybe you come round and sort out a studio in your house, yeah. you know, set a microphone up, all that kind of thing, and do all that kind of stuff. You think, um, well, you could have that straight away. So you can have, you know, 
please both sets of parties, people who can't be at the gig and people at the gig. But then you think, well, actually offering both, you might get less ticket sales to the actual event. When it was at Glastonbury, when we started talking about it, what was the first thing that you said? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it later. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch it later. I wasn't going to be there. No one's going to... Some people, but not a lot of people, will turn up as long as that option's available. Well, there's the key word there. I was going to pull out option. We People want more options, don't they? Like, I want more options. So if I'm not the kind of person who's bothered about watching it live as happens, I can pay to watch it later on, you know, as it it happens. If Radiohead tonight were doing a... Show like um, not oh. just you know not just Radiohead a whole gamut of different artists. I'm going to use your own example out here, right? If Radiohead tonight weren't part of this Glastonbury thing, but they were doing an in the basement type gig for a Moonshape Pearl, but you have pool. to pay pool. pool. Did I say pool? Did I say pearl? Yeah. Always yeah. say that. I'm always going to say it. Um, would I would pay you, for it? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. How much would you pay? And what would you expect from that showing? I would happily pay twenty quid. Twenty quid? Yeah. Okay. I say twenty quid if you. If, if I, afterwards, yeah. then that entire thing gets burnt and. Hundred percent. That's what I'm going to say. No one can ever see it again. Yeah. It, it's it's only for for people who've paid. Yes. And it on Spotify and all that stuff. It's it's just exclusive. I love that idea. I think there's something really cool about that. It's a thing that is gonna have to be invented and happen on the internet. I honestly think the likes of Bandcamp could do that. You you just like you stream the gig. It's recording in the background, and after that gig, you have access to those MP3s or files as part of like your subscription service or you know your premium sale. I think that's something that they could offer in the future. Um, yeah, yeah. Such a cool idea. I mean, the guy, the guy, I think shared it with you before, but there was a, a article about Bandcamp where Ethan Diamond, who's the CEO of, of Bandcamp, was being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, because like they're deemed as like, well, from the Guardian's point of view, they're deemed as the uh, the heroes and the, the music art department. Um, for like all they've done for the kind of charities, waiving their fees for all the different charities and helping you know musicians and the BLM stuff. And it's one of the comments in there which is really interesting that uh, I think from the Guardian, I don't think it was from Ethan, was saying that they don't want to scale up and be part of like the Silicon Valley people like set up like they don't want to be like spotify because as soon as you do that they're kind of answering to other investors and then you know they're going to become too big and they become too mainstream so i've always kind of complained a little bit i love Bandcamp. it's like i think everyone should be there um but i've always complained a little bit about you know oh why aren't this why isn't this feature there why isn't that feature there they've only just introduced messaging from the desktop app but it seems very kind of like thinking about it maybe this is just they're happy with the speed of the way it's going because this just works and you know yeah. and on, the, on the apple sort of way where they just you know have to bring out a new bloody operating system every year now because they promised it and then just you know not make everything work it seems to be kind of like oh, okay i get what they're doing now they're not trying to be part of the elite like the spotify's and itunes and all that they're trying to be just catered for the underground artists and don't rock the boat with it yeah trying to be unique they're trying to be unique and to cater yeah. for artists 
But I mean, I've always said that they're going to have to pay attention to what Spotify are doing and be in mm. a position to compete should they ever need to. At the moment, they don't really need to. They're not no. really competing platforms in no. that way. You know, they are offering something really unique. No. Um, yeah. But that's cool. I mean, I think, you know, that kind of works, I think. Because I, yeah. I, I touched on this the other day in the live chat, and I was talking about um, where, where I stand on the likes of Spotify and all that. And and I, this, I always repeat myself with saying this, but I am on streaming services, but I don't shout about them. If I ever do anything well on there, like I get loads of hits or anything like on Spotify, that's a kind of, oh, that's a nice side effect. But I only tell people about Bandcamp because my aim is to, you know, I want people to sub subscribe to me on Bandcamp, you know, pay me yearly for putting music out. Because the way I look at it with streaming services, uh, why would anyone, and I'm not putting myself down here, I'm just being realistic, why would anyone choose to listen to my music when they can literally listen to every album ever made within just like a quick search? You know, you can listen to the whole Beatles catalog, whole Pink Floyd, Radiohead, every music genre is all there, just to touch of a button. And they don't make it kind of like intimate enough for you to kind of get caught up in an, an artist the way Bandcamp does with like, you know, the way you can kind of review people's tracks. You have little pictures of all your fans and you can write loads of stuff about the album and give loads of stuff, loads of context about why you make the music. With Spotify, everyone's just basically the same. So why would why I want to be lost and promote people, promote Spotify? And that's why I feel like I'm niching myself a lot because a lot of people on the internet are like how to get on the best Spotify playlists and blah blah blah. I'm not bothered. No one, no one would want to read my music in the midst of all that. That's my realistic view of it. That's why I kind of champion Bandcamp because I feel like that's where if you're a DIY artist, especially if you're making a niche music like the way we do, like you know drone rock or anything like. I don't know. I've got no aspirations to be big or anything on there, but I'm glad I'm there. Because I, you know, I always say like my mom knows what Spotify is. <laughs> but... I mean, I mean, Spotify's got problems, but in saying that, I don't know whether it's you know algorithms have thrown up whatever. Um, but on my daily mixes, I did find a track the other day or the other week, other month. I don't know. It's all the same day these days. Um, but it was by an artist who their top song had been listened to a thousand times. Oh, yeah, you said that, yeah. Um, so, you know, equally, there is a chance that... And I did listen to it, and I listened to the rest of their stuff. Yeah. You know, that was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, Spotify is throwing it up. Mm -hmm. You know, it is... Um, but like, what did that artist get really from me doing that? Nothing really. And Nothing. all I want feel a bit happy, and I'm talking yeah. about it with you. Yeah. Well, you didn't become a lifelong fan. Like, what I want to happen is someone to click on my profile and say, "Hey, if you want to hear more before anyone else, or you want to support me, go over to this platform because this is where I live." We you know, need I the music I version of. Yeah hit like and subscribe yeah exactly and there's nothing that, like that and i'm not it's that that's it just there's not there's no reason for me to push people onto that platform no i but there's reason for me to push people from that platform yes camp even like merch on the likes of spotify you gotta jump through hurdles to get your merch on there you've got to basically have the numbers and then they allow you to do it that's that how it works it didn't used to be like that but now it's like that but with well, bandcamp I, it's really I easy the, i got the mail the other day i don't know if i 
you did um that spotify is now offering you can donate to your artist we've talked yeah. about it yeah i've, I've done a video about it. um mogwai hmm. was the featured on the email was the featured. i wonder if they use an artist that you know in the email oh, totally yeah yeah huh kind of clever but but Still. then I was like, all oh, right, is that for quite a lot of artists now then on? Oh, no, it isn't. Mm. You know, I did like a search for a couple of others and no. It's then kind of their tip jar type thing. And it's, it's very much like Bandcamp have been in for ages because you can obviously donate. But when you donate on Bandcamp, you feel like you're getting something because you're connecting to the artist. They usually, you know, will come back and say thanks or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like if I give Mogwai a quid... A Mogwai actually going to get that quid? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in some True. ways, it's that question of should I be donating to charity or exactly? Whereas when Mogwai money to people on the street recently, Mogwai released a soundtrack for I think it was for a film or TV show, and he released it first on Bandcamp and said for this week only, you can pay what you want for it. So I went yeah. on it and paid a quid so I can get that release on my Bandcamp collection. A whole pound. Because yeah, you know, I've got no budget to pay for music at the moment, so it's like I shouldn't even be doing that really. It's like because if you're gonna buy that, you get pay pay for everything. But that's where I want to live with Bandcamp, and I want to do merch. Like I'm in the I'm in the process now. I've just I've just finished a, a release, and I'm making cassettes for it. I'm um, I'm gonna go through a, a website to do it, a short run of twenty cassettes that are gonna go on Bandcamp, and you could not do that through Spotify as like the level I'm at. You know, that's because cassettes are rubbish. No, it, I, 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 you know, sitting there, whether it be the talking heads and be a little bit of rock set, looking at them to design them. I love cassettes. I think the, the As idea... a, a thing, a yeah. little, you know, the the physical yes. thing with the gate, it, uh, not gatefold, fold yeah. out, yeah, internal, and you know, you could read the right. lyrics, look at the pictures. That's cool. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it's a it's more of a keepsake, I think. Like I like CDs as well, still, but I think CDs are still a little bit cumbersome to keep hold of. You can put somewhere, but a tape, kind of quite small enough as a keepsake, as a memento of like, oh, I want to support this artist, and I like the art they produce, you know. And if you make it quite cool, I'm also going to be putting because I'm, I'm like, made music inspired by a book, and I've told you, so I'm going to make special bookmarks to go with it, and a badge, and it kind of, and I like the whole idea of that little package, you know. Maybe each time I do this thing, so. I wouldn't see that work on Spotify. I don't think anyone would listen to music and go, oh, I'll buy that guy's bookmark. But within the context of Bandcamp, where you're paid and you've got the context of why you've made this release, there's more of an emotional connection. That's what I get from other artists anyway. When I've do- definitely been doing some research in this, I think, God, some people do making some amazing stuff. Well, I, never to, I suppose back to my point, it feels like when you donate, to Mogwai, you don't feel like you're donating to Mogwai because there's a big thing in between, and that yeah. thing is Spotify uh, in between. So you feel like you're donating to Spotify, who maybe I don't know what they're going to take a twenty percent cut of any donation. You know, it's that yeah. kind of thing. Would you be happy if they come out and said, "Oh, this is where the money is going"? Sort of like the way like Oxfam probably does. <laughs> yeah, I mean they should. Just pays the crew. We should have been we should have been on uh, touring and all that stuff. And yeah. I mean, I mean all I right, if that's not the case, then I'll go to 
Stuart Braithwaite, myself, and here you go, Stu. Here's a quid. Fred. Probably be able. I'll be made up with that. Cheers, mate. If I passed all the fees and everything. All right, pal. Um, do, you, do you want to do a bit of Easy Rider or do you want to do some? Uh, do you want to talk about some more topics or we're an hour uh, in? We are an hour. Wow, we spent a long time on Glastonbury today. That's good, though. I, I could easily do another hour, but. Uh, it's a hot day, and I need to get these kids into a paddling pool. Right. <laughs> I'm glad people know that you, you are a dad. That's the random quote. Um, okay, so Easy Rider, for those who don't know, <laughs> yes. this is just the end of the stream chat. <laughs> totally, I shouldn't have said that. End of stream chat. Right, okay, so this is basically a game where I put to Justin a list of demands and artists as a producer and to leave them backstage at a gig. So I'm basically going to give these list demands, and then Justin's going to guess who the artist is. Uh, okay. I nearly read the artist. Determined to outdo everyone, this artist team put together a 52-page document for their 2011 tour, including puzzles, mazes, self-deprecating jokes, Salad tips, serial killer gags, endless jokes at the expense of vegetarians, useful reminders like chicken is not a vegetarian food, and shout outs to other rock stars seemingly as a result of being given other acts leftovers in the past. Now I would never get it from that, but it's a you you know the you know you you know the artist. Um two well what nine years ago? Mm, obviously uh, two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven, yeah. 20 takeaway yeah uh, 2000 yeah takeaway 9 is 11 so big artist yep. def you know big because 52 page you know no small artist i'm going to say american yes and guess a home if you want as well uh, justin will not see the answer if you comment and I'll tell you if you're right or wrong, or you're on the line, right lines. Um, male. Male, yes. Um, a group? Or yes. Sing yes. Um, rock? Yes. My God. Do you remember Trey well, last week got Steve Martin? He, I thought like he was just sitting off going, I don't know what the hell they're talking about, these guys. Because we were like, what game is this? And then he just went, Steve Martin. And we were like, what? <laughs> Out of nowhere. Oh, come on. It feels like you're on that way. I just killed your train of thought. Yeah, I was. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was that. I'm trying to slow you down a bit because you're going to get it really quickly. And I was like, oh, God, he's getting, he's getting, he's getting too close. Because I always get it really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus, when it was Adele that time, that was hard. Oh, that was, yeah, because it was so close to home. So close to home. Um, okay, so it is a. Were they famous before that? Were, were they big fame like closer to the 90s? Yes. Um, God, you were famous then, but more famous now, I suppose. Really? Yeah. More famous now? Are they still famous now? Yes. Yeah. So could it be feasible that they're one of the special guests of Glastonbury today? 
Ooh, let me have a look if they're already... I... No, because they're already playing Glastonbury. <laughs> they're already one of the guests already on it. Are they? Yeah, you're not allowed to look. Well, that's all right, because I've memorised. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, dear. Radiohead? Yeah, are, you, are you guessing already? No, it's not Radiohead. Radiohead wouldn't do that. No, they, they wouldn't sure. do that. Don't sure. joke about that. <laughs> wouldn't they leave puzzles and mazes and salad tips? <laughs> no, they wouldn't do. I'm just trying Hello, to think. Really Gags. Rock artists. Uh, have I, did I say, oh, yeah, I'll definitely I watch that. I don't think we even mentioned them. Really? Yeah. They're probably oh. off our radar a little bit. As in, like, we don't really listen to them. But they're big. Oh, right. Okay. I don't know, I'm, I'm talking for you, really. I don't know. I don't think I've ever talked to you about this band. All right. Uh, okay. So many clues. So many clues. Are they famous for one song? Um, oh. Um, Barry has got it right, 100%, Barry. God damn it. Barry's got it right. Um, famous for one song? Um. Mm, I don't know. Is it? It's one of those things where I could probably only name a handful of songs. But I can name one, which is like pretty big. So yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of situation. Kind of. Or like, like fans would be like, "Oh, that new track they got out was amazing," and I'm like, "All right, okay." Well, like Dandy Warhols, there, you know. Yeah, bigger than them. Bigger than them, though. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I, I love Dandy Warhols. Yeah. But like, they've got that one. Advert song. Yeah, yeah. You Are you famous use... for the advert song? You car, don't know what you want to do. I'm gonna go to the toilet. Because <laughs> I heard it's pretty new. <laughs> it's a new faucet, and I wash my hands really well. <laughs> um, oh, I'm trying to think of like Americans that were on the thing. All I've got is Beyonce, Jay Z. You're not uh, gonna remember them. Barry Fold... said they did. Barry said they did a brilliant glass though. Did they? Worth watching. Uh it's a Barry would say so. I've never been a fan, Barry. Um doesn't mean I, I don't think they're any good. Just never really appealed. And it, can I give it a big clue? It never really appealed, unlike their first incarnation. Their first incarnation. Something came before them, which was pro bigger. <laughs> Bigger. Oh. What is this? Some kind of Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's um. I Raichu. Is it Raichu? <laughs> is it? Is it Blast Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Remember Pokemon Go? Go on. Ask uh, me another question. Ask you another question. I did. Is it Pokemon? Barry, Barry got the other. Um, obviously, because he knows the original artist, so, so he knows the other artist that came before. Oh, the an incarnation, the two versions of it. What happened to the original version? Did they? I can't. If I tell you, you'll get it. So it's like, well, it's that's, not... a, that's the game. All right. Did they die in a plane crash? It's not the same band, different names. It's not the same band, different names. Oh, God. We've got Katronic has got it as well. Everyone's got it in the chat, apart from Justin. <laughs> this is the worst. That, yeah, you feel really bad. Yeah, now I feel small. <laughs> Thanks. Um, 
Uh, oh god, this is good. Okay, need to get back to asking questions. Uh, lovely, uh, lovely in the chat. Are they like kind of Coldplay but American? Heavier than Coldplay. Heavier well, than Coldplay. Still kind of like would be on the same bill, I suppose, but heavier, heavier band. A heavier band. Yeah, maybe you're not on the same, but kind of like the the mainstream, the very mainstream. Like people who've heard of Coldplay have heard of this band. All oh, right, okay. So they're not like as off the red like Falls. Um, no, more no. traditional rock. More traditional rock. More traditional. Goodness me, this is difficult. Yeah, I'm glad what's we um, stopped the hour what, because what, we this. what's the question that I could ask? Ask the well, yeah. Ask the chat. Give me a question. I can ask him without give you know. Or you can ask, or a clue. Give let me give them a clue. Are they famous for the way they look? No, not really. Okay. No, really. I can't think what they even look. I, I, what clothes they wear. I know the front man and the, the drummer. Front man, really famous. Yeah. like you know, more famous than the band. Yeah, because he was. Oh, because oh, he was in. He was he in was, the previous incarnation. Yeah. yeah. So he's the Pikachu. Yeah. I think one of the other members was as well, but I, I don't know the history of this band that well. But I know, no, he wasn't actually. I'm an idiot. No, it's just just this the main guy. Just the main guy. Uh, clues. Oh God. So we've got K two clues here. K Tronica says the singer broke his leg one time, and we got another clue from Barry. Oh, Best he friend. He with Jack All right, I know who it is. <laughs> Go on then. I got it from Broke His Leg. Go on, what, who? Uh, and then I've just remembered that they're playing tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, are they tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's Beyonce. It's, yeah. Beyonce. <laughs> is it, is it beyond the band Beyonce? Beyonce tools. It, <laughs> yeah. It's Foo so, Fighters. Yeah, yeah, it's Foo Fighters. So it, it's it's so easy when you know the answer and then suddenly all the clues start. Oh, Nirvana. Oh. It, yeah, ah, totally. Leg and then. You need I'm surprised the... with that. Uh, I don't know. It's, it sounds like a wave, uh, a wave, a rider from yeah. I don't know, a bit of a up itself kind of band. I don't really bit. see Dave yeah. Grohl like that. Well, it's weird because it's it's put together by the team. This right. is the thing. When I'm looking at it, you can actually go on. There's this website called The Smoking Gun, which I don't think you should go on because I, I I use it for all the riders. But they actually print out all the riders that they've scanned in, and it's a 52 page one. And the loads of it is just like coloring in things that they can. So it's a, it's a lot of the joke. I think a lot of them do it to try and get onto this website because it's quite famous for getting riders on there. So they did it to get featured um, by the looks of it. First Foo Fighters album, though, pretty good. Like it. So the one with Everlong on? That's the song I know. Uh, that's the second color and shape, is it? Okay, or Monkey Wrench? Is that on it? Nope. God, I don't know the other one. They're the only two songs I know. Maybe Times Like These has got a good kind of riff on it. I remember for that. All, for All the Cows is on the I don't one know that, that I particularly yeah. like. I remember uh, somebody saying to me, I think it was someone I saw on Facebook saying that they prefer Foo Fighters to Nirvana. And I was like, wow. What? Yeah. Record, um first album, don't quote me on this, but I think he did everything everything on it. Oh wow. He's very talented. 
I think he recorded it. I think he played all the instruments on it, sang it. That is, it's the thing with him is though I'm not as much as I'm not a fan of the Foo Fighters really. I think he's a, such a cool guy and such a nice guy. There was Massively a so. documentary, and I talked about it in this video. And I'm going to get this wrong now. But what was the studio called? Was it Sun Studios or something like that? There's a whole documentary on the studio he helped bring back from the past by restoring the old mixing desk and all that. And Fleetwood Mac um, played the Rage Against the Machine, played the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, played the just amazing history in that place. And he, like, whole documentary of him bringing it back and basically going over the whole history of it. And it was just, oh, God, he's such a nice guy. And he actually recorded with them as well. And he got uh, Paul McCartney in there to play some songs with them as well. It's like, what? He's playing so, tonight. He's playing tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag spotted the spotted the beetle, <laughs> spotted Macca. Macca I, I've just seen him, he's just set off. He lives over the road. <laughs> yeah, I think most people do think that though. Hey, Macca. Do you know the Beatles because you're from Liverpool? Um, okay, so that was good. That, that was, was a good, good, good return. It was a good the... chat today. That was fun. But, I enjoyed it. Uh, do you know what? Like, I had a couple of things to talk about, but I said to you before we went in, I didn't have that much really to cover today, but Glastonbury kind of took her up. And I hope that like that's okay with you guys. Like we we talking about Glastonbury. We just know and we... the next one we can talk about <laughs> <laughs> who was who was special guest. Who was your favorite? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Glastonbury in the two weeks. We can see. <laughs> we'll do a, like a post talk of it. Yeah, that'll be quite good. Actually, coming back to it, we'll just try and not make it an, an hour long. Maybe there'll be news to cover next time. Tune in next time for another fifty minutes of. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll do the wrap-up bit there. So uh, this podcast is also available in audible format, which is linked down below. You can have it, catch it on Bandcamp. We've got a Bandcamp page for this podcast now. And uh, it's also available on Spotify and all that. Those links are below. We also have a Discord where, where we have like-minded DIY musicians and creative people, such as photographers and uh, writers uh, on there, all chatting, helping each other out. And I'm going to show you that link now. But definitely join. Uh, it's not a place to come and spam your link. It's just a, a place to come and chat to other people and help each other out. That's the community we're, we're developing there. Justin was actually the first person to join that before it was an actual thing. You're actually there. Hello, Jim. So you have to come I, back. I do get um, you know, messages from it every now and again. Oh, there you go, yeah. Notifications and what have you. I will come and check it out. And introduce yourself, at least. Because, uh, uh, you know, introduce yourself as the, the face of the podcast and obviously, you know, the, the music you've been involved with. Because a lot, a lot of people don't re realise that, you know, me and you have done a lot of music together and hopefully we'll do more music together in probably September, we're thinking, oh, maybe. When you get to go back. Yeah. After that, I'm gonna come round and rob your um, your whammy pedal. <laughs> it's like just sitting there. It's like, oh, I, really want, I really want a whammy pedal now. Someone mentioned it there. I was like, it is good fun. Yeah, I'll be messing yeah. around with one in um, guitar rigs. Got its own version of it, and it's just it's not as good as having the real thing. Obviously, no, they, they are amazing. I mean, the old well, the, the further on I've got, the less I want my guitar to sound like a guitar. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's that's the thing. And that thing just, you know, kind of pushes it in that direction even further. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's why I want. That's why I want more. I want more pedals now. I've gotten to the, the thing of just want more pedals. I want to get a freeze pedal, which I gave back to you recently. I want to get one of those. I'm um, just getting back into music. And tomorrow we should be getting some good headphones. Um, it's my birthday tomorrow, so uh, asked Lindsay to get me some decent headphones so just some home mixing. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, the Discord is a good place to get people together to talk about music and you know what's going on. But basically, 
to kind of motivate each other. It's great. Uh, and also, shout out my Patreon. Uh, it's a place where you can come support me from doing this podcast, the live chats I do on Tuesdays, and all the DIY musician guide stuff. And you can support me for $1 a month, which is as cheap as two packets of Transformer snacks or something like that. <laughs> but anyway, that has been this fortnight's uh, podcast. And we'll be back again in two weeks with another dose of it. Going to count this out and we're going to freeze frame. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend.